not good music. Just the good stuff, baby. We haven't really warmed up. Do you guys want to do like an improv exercise? Zip zip zap. Yeah. This is a zip up. How about something a little more? Uh, I don't think everyone knows that we, we actually used to be uh, improv people. I, I think mean, sure they, they know. They could tell they by the fact it. that we yeah. have a podcast. That we have a podcast. I want, I want to, <laughs> we haven't done it in a while. I want to see. I want to see how rusty we are. Uh, Terribly rusty. Me, me and Sean. All right, Sean, you're, you're my partner in this scene. Okay. Um, okay. Tyler, Tyler, can you give us a, a location <laughs> and a suggestion? Uh, okay. Uh, location is the bottom of the ocean. We Good. didn't even do this shit. And uh, the scenario you're in is that you have a single tank of air that you have to share between the two of you. But you have you can still like talk to each other. I don't want to make you guys just sit there and go. <laughs> for, for... That's Sorry. good. That's good. And right. scene. Sean, you can start us off. Uh, well, you can start this off. <laughs> I am Skeletron. <laughs> I am a robot from the future who is here. I'm a fascist robot cop from the future, Skeletron on the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> Hand over your paperwork. <laughs> Insert calcium credits. No. And take <laughs> it there, Sean. Sean, Sean, you Sean. are breaking the rules of improv here. I'm, you giving, said you, no. I'm giving you a, a springboard here. <laughs> can I take it one more time? <laughs> sure, sure, sure. All right. You can yes, start us off. Uh, cl- classic improv where you can start over whenever yeah. you want. Um. Oh, we're still at the bottom of the ocean, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay, hold on. Remove your clothes. Remove your clothes. I am Skeletron. You will be, you will be subjected to an inspection. I was trying to make Sean spit his water. <laughs> yeah, no, that was good. That was I'm good. a trained actor. Uh, my sister told me a story from her high school days that I think you all, I think would go over well on this podcast. Can I, can I, can I tell it real quick? Let's hear it. Please. So- they had something akin to a tournament of champions in their AP world history class mm-hmm. where everyone picked a historical figure and they had debates one V one in a bracket of who was the most historical, most influential historical figure of all time. Ooh. So they got it down. Everyone picked their, their, their champion and debated. And uh, my sister's friend said, and I'm going to change the name because it's a real person. He said, can I do uh, Abraham Johnson? Is my guy? I wonder which. Uh, well, she meant she meant some. I, 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 she meant her friend's name, who went oh. to school with them. Oh. I can't say the guy's name because he's a real person. Right. But she she said her friend's name, and the teacher was like, "Who's that?" And she was like, "Oh, he did all these things and like made up all these things." And she was like, "Yeah, sure, you can talk about him." And she proceeded to get pretty far in the bracket describing Nelson Mandela. <laughs> Oh my God! Just looked up everything about Nelson Mandela, used him as the the thing, and said it was her friend who. Her and friend. so her, the AP World History teacher at that high school thinks that a person <laughs> with the same name as her friend ended apartheid. That, that's concerning. That is concerning about right? the education that that these children are receiving at this that point is some, in like, time. Nathan, because for you like gaslighting, just like it okay, is. My it truly is. I'm <laughs> Abraham I was about Johnson. To ask. I was about to ask: Is it like deep cut Nelson Mandela stuff, or did they say no. talk about like going to jail and, and yeah. like wow. like the greatest hits? Wow! <laughs> and she got pretty far before eventually it came down to Hitler and Jesus was the final two, uh, a, a oh, strong geez. final two. I mean, as well as honestly influential. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
It's look at the definition of influential. These days, you barely go a day without hearing about either of them. It's true. Hey, one of them created the potluck. One of them ruined that mustache forever. So (laughs) (laughs) you 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 shave and tell me there isn't an impact there. (laughs) Just for a second, you're like, nope, can't can't do it. Gotta go. Gotta go inside out. I start there every time. You got to. Yeah, you're an ally. Weird question, but have y'all ever gotten to work and like looked in the mirror and realized like you missed an entire patch shaving or something like that? Oh, yeah. I I have gone home because (laughs) I have looked in the mirror and said, there is no way in hell I am walking into a public building looking the way that I'm looking. (laughs) I've gotten like some stray, like a stray clump, but never enough to be like, people are going to notice this. (laughs) I have. I, uh... I, I guess working in a record store, I kind of get a pass because people are like, yeah, man, whatever. It's like when people smell weed outside our store. They're like, uh, sure, whatever. But last week, I... We I, get it, Sean. You're cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I shaved my mustache, but I, I left the edges a little bit. And I didn't know, but on both sides, there was the longest strand of hair just kind of curling up around my cheek. Oh, man. And I... Ooh. If it... It nearly went to work with just like one like long hair on each side. Just, oh, Hello. Sean got the catfish. <laughs> Let me tell you about Electric Light Orchestra. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna get the dads coming in and asking about classic rock albums with that. Exactly. Uh, oh man, this guy knows he. Uh, this guy looks like he knows a lot about Steely Dan. Yeah, the, tell me about the Dan. Look, it's Emerson, uh, Lake, and Palmer. <laughs> uh, are we? Are we feeling warm? Are we feeling warmed up now? I think so. How are, how are we doing, oh, yeah. chat? Uh, welcome to episode, what is this, 235? Good lord. Um, sure enough. <laughs> that's the name of the episode. Uh, no one's stopping us. Why would we? <laughs> um, got, we're talking about a, an eclectic grab bag of topics today. Number one, the U.S. was invaded by aliens over the weekend, and no one is talking about it, except for me. I'm gonna be talking about it. Uh, Good. We got some good stuff coming up. Shredder's Revenge. I'm excited to hear about that. Uh, Sean, just talking about not a game. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Let's just say it's Valentine's themed. We'll go out in a fight with some skaters. <laughs> we'll, we'll eat some bad eggs. Um, <laughs> Sean's talking about, uh, I guess, music that you've listened to this year? Yeah. That Apple has, has coordinated and, and told you about? I, yeah. I, don't, I don't subscribe to Apple Music, so I'm interested to hear about that. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to walk you guys through all of the funny TikTok glitches that have happened in the past few months, including my favorite, the Family Guy Pipeline incident. And then uh, it's val- <laughs> it's Valentine's Day coming up uh, tomorrow if you're watching the stream. Uh, and one of the three Ooh. of us, Sean, is getting married uh, this year at some point, I assume. And... Um, you have given me the date. I, I have the date on my calendar. Don't worry. No, I just don't didn't want to dox when your wedding was. Um, we're going to plan Sean's wedding for him. And he got the okay from his fiance. We're going to be able to do most of this. Uh, so uh, stay tuned to the end of the episode for that. Yep. Uh, I'm Tyler Elefunk Mank. Supremely disappointed the Black Eyed Peas didn't rappel down from the ceiling of the Super Bowl yesterday. I'm uh, Sean, and I'm supremely disappointed that that damn ref didn't get repelled up to the <laughs> Super Bowl yesterday. Damn, man. Yeah, refs should all have like cords attached to them. 
And if with, you're doing bad, you get whoop right up. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the the modern version of the shepherd hook. So exactly. They just launch us straight up and out. If you're if you're challenging a play, you gotta you just yoink the ref right up. <laughs> and I will upright doink far. Ah, uh, we got the term. Uh, yeah, we got upright doink last night. It's always good when uh, it hits the upright twice, and then the announcers call it a double doink. That's uh, yeah. it's usually what happens when uh, the first doink doesn't hit me hard enough. I go for the <laughs> double doink, if you know what I'm saying. Um, so let's move on to good news here. And this is good news. I know some people out there are scared, but trust me, it's okay. We're going to be okay. Aliens are starting to invade the world. Uh, we only got to know this because last week we had the China Chinese spy balloon that fl- flew through and... <laughs> Amazing TikTok. If you guys haven't seen that TikTok, literally, as the Chinese spy balloon was flying up, these children recorded this amazing cover up. I forget what that song is. Uh, balloons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can go all day. That's incredible. Don't invoke, don't invoke Nina in the chat unless you're ready to throw down. Apologies. Apologies to Nina. Um, so yeah, we had the Chinese spy balloon and the NORAD, which I had up until last week assumed was just a service for tracking Santa on Christmas Eve has come out and announced that they are going to be, you know, widening their scope of search. And since then have discovered three different aerial objects, two that flew over the U S and one that flew over Canada that Joe Biden has just ordered to shoot down. And, um, so, have, have you guys so- been following it this weekend? So Norad just said, we left the lens cap on, right? If they're like, all right, guys, now we're going to start looking. Oh, there's three of them. <laughs> yeah, <pretty laughs> yeah. much. How many have they missed if widening their search immediately finds four? <laughs> that That's the big question. You know, people are like, oh, are we just like now looking for it and able to find it? Or is this all happening more now because of the Chinese spy balloon or mm. what? Um, but we have we had three different UFOs. We had one that was shot down over northern Alaska that was cylindrical shaped and about the size of a Volkswagen Beetle. And um, Canada cylinder, exactly, exactly. In Canada, tank. yeah. I I don't think they knew what the shape was of the one in Canada, but or they at don't least know I the don't. Are out there? Yeah, they don't. Um, shape, <laughs> it shape matches does. no Earth shape. <laughs> <laughs> and then the third one was shot over Lake. Uh, one of the Michigan lakes, I think it was Huron, um, and it was octagonal shaped. So, um, the do we uh, think that do we think that aliens are trying to put these shapes in holes in the in the Earth's crust? Like, <laughs> is there an, is there an octagonal lake in in Michigan and like a ovular lake, mm-hmm. like a circular? Uh, maybe the Bering Strait could be, yeah. be inserted there. Yeah, that's that's a good thinking. That's good thinking. Um, Sure, all of us are like, what the hell's going on here? What are all these? Naturally, a lot of us, myself included, are like, this is aliens, right? Um, to the point where Biden like had to ask some people, this isn't aliens, right? Uh, in <laughs> fact, the a senior U.S. general in the Air Force straight up came out and said, I'm not ruling out extraterrestrials. At this point. <laughs> uh, the White House did Hell come yeah. out today and say, it's not extraterrestrials, but who are we going to trust? The president? He married a woman named Flotus. So... <laughs> <laughs> Every president has married a woman named Flotus. We're getting to the bottom of it. What's it's going on? I've never met, never met a single Flotus in my life. They're all married to presidents. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So 
don't know. I think it's aliens. It's got to be. The U.S. is also saying they haven't recovered any of this yet. I don't believe that for a goddamn second. Uh, maybe it's the movies and TV that I watch, mm. but I feel like if you sh- if they shot that thing down, they get the scientists out there like 30 seconds later. You don't so, need scientists. You look at that thing. If there's a, a number 10 wood screw in it, you know it's not made by aliens because those come from Home Depot. It's like the that's monoliths true. that were popping up in the desert. It's like, no, there's a there's a socket head cap screw in there. Like That's, that's right. not aliens. That's, that's McMaster Carr. <laughs> right. But I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever know. But uh, the guy from Ancient Aliens seems to know. I don't know if you guys, he has had a field day. Yeah, can you imagine being like the expert in Ancient Aliens and you find out there's new aliens? How exciting. <laughs> yeah. That just discredits everything. Like what yeah. if, like the alien, yeah, I'd be afraid to ask, have you been to Earth before? Because if they haven't, then you're a sham. Yeah. Giorgio Tsoukalos is his name. Oh. Might be. Ancient Aliens is his game. There's got to be like a price tag or something on there, like a Raspberry Pi, something yeah. in the in the cylinder that fell. That is like, oh, we have one of these. This is a Zune. Yeah. Like, what do you what, like right. octagonal shape? Like, what do you? Is it how just, big? Are we talking? Are they all the size of a Volkswagen Beetle, or are they just? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, the Chinese spy balloon was the size of three school buses. Jesus crazy. Christ! Yeah, we have units of measure that aren't that. I know. <laughs> you could say I know how well, long like, a foot is. <laughs> Where was the Chinese fight? It was in Montana. Uh, it it went all the way through Mid the, the US. Myrtle Beach. Yeah, jeez, oh, just yeah. kind of. I guess they're watching. I don't know. Norad couldn't find it, but some guy on the beach was like, "Hey." <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't want to shoot it down over the U.S. because they were afraid that it'd come down on I don't know, like a senior home or something. So they let it just drift all and fall on three more school buses. <laughs> they let it. They let it fly over Missouri. Like what's yeah. Missouri even there for? If yeah, we're just like, gonna let that's yeah. the thing. If you if the if the spy balloon's flying over Missouri, wherever it goes next, you know that like okay, they've checked out. I've mm-hmm. Missouri has nothing. Yeah, they 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 got brave and they just took that thing right through the uh, the arch. They just <laughs> dipped right down under it and did a little flip because they knew we weren't going to do anything about it. Jeez, if the Chinese spy balloon touched down after being followed from Montana to Myrtle Beach and Nathan Fielder got out of it. Would you be surprised? No, no, I'd be impressed. I'd say, "Wow, that's this is our modern day both Andy Kaufman and Evil Knievel." Like, good for him. Can't wait for the next season of the rehearsal. Yeah, right. Now, no, guys, this might be an alien podcast here pretty soon. Maybe it already kind of was. Yeah, that's true. And Ohio's becoming uninhabitable. Maybe you know this is the the end of yeah year. But that wasn't aliens. That was that was. That's just sad. What's happening out there? <laughs> I'm not Actually made Ohio better, that. though. <laughs> That's true. They let people leave Ohio. And finally. <laughs> it's their, it's their reason. It's their watchmen, you know, uh, uh, finally a, a reason to band together. Like, you can leave now. <laughs> it's their cheerleader. They just got to save the cheerleader, save the world. <laughs> of all places for that to happen. <laughs> Cleveland. That's yeah. God's punchline. Palestine was the name of the town. I'm finding out a yeah. lot of towns up in the Midwest just like, oh, we're going to take our name from somewhere in East Asia. Yeah, it's in between. It's in between Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Uh, really, the Who gooch of, of the, of the oh, yeah. world. <laughs> it's called the Rust Belt for a reason. Sorry to anybody listening from Ohio. I hope you're okay. Um, hey, let's move on to people who aren't aren't in that city who are still in the Rust Belt. Who are, it stands. It, that does stand. Yeah. 
Yeah, Michigan. The world. <laughs> I don't. I don't apologize to anybody from Michigan. <sighs> All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. I want to hear about um, the music you've been listening to, Sean. Oh, sure. So, uh, for anyone who who uses Apple Music, like you know, the end of the year, Spotify Wrapped. That happens, and everyone's like really excited to post like all everything they've listened to throughout the year. Apple Music has a bit of an up on Spotify Wrapped uh, because they just like present you a weekly playlist of like, hey, here are all the top songs you listened to this year so far. And mm-hmm. near the end of January, they uh, started this playlist for the replay 2023, um, and it's I think like 19 songs or so of just like the most you've listened to this year. And I basically I just I kind of made this up because I, I wanted to come on and talk about the sort of like limbo state I enter in at the beginning of every year where it's like, okay, I spend all of like November and December listening to like my favorite albums of the year and trying to like assess, you know, where my favorites are and trying to like think back and what a good or terrible year I've had, whatever. And then January comes and I'm just like, I don't know now. I don't know what to do. And I, I guess I get kind of exploratory or I kind of fall back on old habits. Like, you know, for instance, the, uh, King Gizzard released their Red Rock show, as we'll talked about, we, as we talked about a couple weeks ago. That was fantastic. But no, this year, I uh, uh, I wanted to talk about a, just a few of the songs I have, just like maybe my top five, top ten. I don't know. Um, but 2023 has found me diving into, at the same time, uh, classical music. Because of, because of tar. Fucking Thanks, tar. tar. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Paul knew uh, what it was as soon as he yeah, said classical. Yeah. Uh, and uh, 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 J-pop. Um, so it's just kind of cool. like each song is like the the first song, the top song. Also because of Tar. Also because of Tar. <laughs> Y'all's third act of Tar is just full of city pop. Um, but like my first track of the, my most listened to track of the year is uh, Opening by Philip Glass. I've been listening to a lot of Philip Glass this year. It's just, and then is the, he the next, he's not a J-pop guy. <laughs> As far right. as I know, um, the next one though is I, I, one of the, the just best, happiest, endorphin-inducing songs I can think of offhand is uh, the song called "Sportsman" by Haruomi Haruomi Hasono Hosono. I'm sorry for butchering that pronunciation. It's a great <laughs> track. He's like one of like Japan's great like pop folk singers. Um, he started a group called Yellow Magic Orchestra with uh, famed composer Ryuichi Sakamoto. And another gentleman who just passed away, um, whose name I forget, but he had like kind of like a solo career throughout the 70s and 80s. And this is one from his like uh, from one of his 80s albums. It's a great track. After that, you get Philip Glass again. And then you get uh, another J-pop group called Atarashi Gako, who's fucking so much fun. They're great. And their song Koigeba is I I just I've been trying to reckon with what's going on with my brain where it's like I can't. I'm not in like a musical phase where I can like, oh yeah, I want to listen to a lot of like Gizzard or Fish or you know I fall back because like, oh this new album is I've really enjoyed like the new Young uh, Young Lean out not Young Lean what am I thinking of Little Yachty album is like real cool I should listen and spend more time with this and it's discography no my brain's just like ah, yeah just fall back on like whatever like weirdo shit you can find and um. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just I'm still in a limbo state. So this is what limbo looks like, fellas. It's it's going to look like a lot of uh, classical music and J-pop, and it's you know it's pretty nice. That's good. That's it's I would fine. love the limbo to Philip Glass. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I got 
gonna buy one of his albums in a, in a couple weeks i'm sure and i'm still waiting on Mahler's fifth to come through because i am gonna buy that because of tar um but yeah it's just uh i don't know apple music it's, it's funny this way just kind of like oh yeah like my sean's radio now it goes from like king gizzard to mogwai to just like some obscure japanese city pop artist from the 80s and it's like oh vibes are good this is nice very nice tar is gonna be to philip glass what stranger things was to kate bush i'm gonna start, <laughs> I'm gonna start hearing it in kroger uh i i just looked it up just because my uh spotify like curated what do they do they do like a similar thing where they use some sort of algorithm and recommend you uh, discover weekly yeah, yeah. Uh, they have been putting uh j-pop and city pop on my playlist for years and i just uh punched in yellow magic orchestra and i have four favorited songs by them just over the course <laughs> of, of years so i I'll, I'll i need to go back and listen to them uh but i will go ahead and, and back you up at least yeah. on yellow magic orchestra yeah um i listened to i forgot the name of their album um but it's likely one of the most popular ones. It's the one that's still in print. But it sounds like craft work for people who like to have fun. Um, <laughs> it's like craft work with soul um, and not so machine operated. Um, and it's it's a, a delight. But yeah, the solo work of each of those artists is great. And also, you know, you check out like there's an, hour, an album called Timely by an artist uh, called Anri. A N R I. Uh, it is the the vibes of that record are just impeccable. Um, I could go on about city pop. I've been really diving into it this year, but um, I, I'm still I, there's still so much to learn. Don't be afraid, Sean. Dive deeper. I'm, I have a city pop Saturday to myself every every week. Don't mm-hmm. stay in the hawk too long, Tobias. <laughs> <laughs> um, rest in peace to that show, by the way. Animals? Did you just re- reference Arrested Development? Animorphs. Oh, sorry. The only show where a guy named Tobias gets stuck in a hawk. Oh, yeah. My bad. And RIP to Animorphs. I don't think you can watch it anywhere. Uh, Animorphs or Arrested Development. Yeah. Is it gone? It's going to be. Netflix is taking it down, even the seasons that they made. Yeah. Man. Yeah. (laughs) Can't trust the royalties. You want to hear about a, uh, a a co-op Switch game that you can play right now? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I've, I think I've talked about this on the show before. Do y'all have any nostalgia for the Ninja Turtles? Not a single drop. It, Street Sharks, absolutely. Ninja Turtles, no. Not the Ninja Turtles. I have a nostalgia for the truck that shot pizzas out of it. My friend had, and I was so fucking jealous. I, you know I think we about? were like, yeah, the, the yellow the, the truck's in this game. Um, oh shit. Yeah. Um, I think we were like exactly five or six years too young for Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. I intersection. Yeah, yeah. We, we just, we just missed it. You gotta be like 88 for Ninja Turtles. <laughs> um, <laughs> born in year 88. Nine yeah. fought in world war two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also they love Ninja Turtles too. The greatest generations called that for that reason. Um, <laughs> so I have no nostalgia for this. So I have, uh, the, the Michael Bay movies looked fun. I guess they, whatever. Um, I, I, I was too too young for the original, too old for the reboots. Um, but uh, I have played Turtles in Time at a, at a barcade before, which is pretty fun. And uh, I don't know who made this game. Sorry, one second. Uh, this came out uh, this in 2022. We were able to look at it at PAX last year, which was neat. This game was developed by Tribute. 
Tribute Games, who made the Scott Pilgrim game. Um, oh, oh yeah. that makes sense. Made this. Yeah. It is a side-scrolling beat-em-up, much like Scott Pilgrim, much like Turtles in Time. Uh, and I saw this, and I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm not good at beat-em-ups, and uh, they're, they're usually pretty hard, and like the controls are too simple for how many enemies there are. And like I'm really not... I don't have a whole lot of like nostalgia for this property, um, but I saw some people on the podcast or in our Discord playing it, so I, I picked it up. It's twenty five bucks, full price. Uh, it goes on sale sometimes too, uh, and it's just like a really really fun side scrolling arcade game. It reminds me of like what Sonic Mania was to the old Sonic mm-hmm. games. It's kind of like new reimagining of like this old. It it it, it feels like it's from that time period, even though it has a lot more modern. Mm. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. You get to play as. Uh, any of the four turtles or April. And I think you can unlock uh, uh, Splinter and Casey Jones after you beat the game. Uh, it's got 16 levels. They're about five minutes each. So it's about a two and a half hour campaign. Uh, but you can play through it over and over with the different turtles. They'll have different movesets and different like skill trees and stuff. Um, and it's just really fun. I played through about three quarters of it this afternoon as Leo just you know, with, with the two katanas and like the, they have different stats. Like Leo is like the balanced one. Uh, mm-hmm. Raphael is like the, has no range, but all power. Donatello has all range, but no power. Michelangelo is fast, but it is balanced everything else. Um, mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. It's like, it, it looks beautiful. It has gorgeous sprite art. It has like a full, really fun soundtrack. It just feels like Saturday morning cartoons. Um, the, the game um, was the character. What? Sorry, I heard the name Casey Jones, and I thought of the the Grateful Dead song. Yes, um, and then I looked up Casey Jones. I was like, "Oh, was this a Grateful Dead reference?" No, the Grateful Dead referenced a real life man who died in a passenger train uh, when they, <laughs> they crashed into a stalled freight train in Vaughn, Mississippi. And in the media references, it references both Casey Jones by the Grateful Dead and also the uh, uh, vigilante comrade of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What the hell? A, a, a split, Jason mask. A split branch. Um, he does. He wears a hockey mask. And he, he fights with hockey sticks. Um, I, I just I was reading about this as I, cause I, I was going to talk about the gameplay because I didn't really think that it was this much star power. But uh, the, the soundtrack has Ghostface, Killa, Raekwon, and Mike Patton of Faith No More. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's crazy for wow. a, uh, It also has the original 1987 voice actors for everything, too. Uh, oh, it's like cool. Real, real short, like single like frame by frame cutscenes, but it's a lot of fun. You get to ride a skateboard and, and fight trucks and ninjas. And there's lots of cool, fun gags. And yeah, it's also pizza. Four, it's four player co-op. So you can play mm-hmm. it online with your friend. I think it's on game pass too. Oh, that's oh, nice. So yeah, if you want to play a, a fun local multiplayer or online multiplayer, uh, it's for every console. I think it's on iOS even. So you can check it yeah. out now. Android? Uh, it no. is on Android. <laughs> Don't encourage green text, but it's on it's on Linux. But uh, <laughs> you can get it for uh, Game Pass though if you have PC Game Pass or console Game Pass. So. Nice. I typed in Cheaters Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> there, I found it. How fun! And it's through Netflix. What the hell? Is it really on iPhone? Yeah, it's like a, a Netflix. Netflix got it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, one of those. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, into, they got into the breach now too. Netflix is. Cornering the market of computer to app games. I don't yeah. know. How cool. Anyways. Well, yeah, Apple very Arcade's cool. not doing it. Nope. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, I remember, I don't know if it was a preview for that game and some sort of Nintendo Direct or like when it first premiered, but the fans of this game series went absolutely nuts. And I'm glad to hear that it's for good reason. I'm yeah, happy I, for them. Next step is the uh, the X-Men, the four-player X-Men co-op. Or the Simpsons Ooh. one. 
Either one would be great. Ooh, yeah, Simpsons would be good too. Apple Arcade does have normal solitaire. <laughs> All right, it looks like this. Time. We're muting Sean. We're muting Sean for the rest of us. I wouldn't know how to play. I only know how to play Solitaire. I got so far in Solitaire last week. I read to like. You're playing? I am playing Solitaire. Awesome. It's great. It's a great game. <laughs> it is. It's I, fun. I, it's a little fun little game. I put a four of spades over a five of hearts. Whoa. <laughs> so um, um, you can't count. <laughs> yeah. You can't add. <laughs> so. We're all fans of TikTok here. We got a TikTok show, TikTok Educated, yep. which uh, at some point soon you can watch on YouTube at youtube.com slash at radish pod. That's it, right? At radish pod. Regardless, sure if you're listening so. on uh, on the uh, podcast app, uh, go watch the YouTubes of us. Just uh, if you want to see our faces, uh, we, we usually, uh, you know, look look really nice for these. Um, yeah. So please do support us. Follow us there, too, if you can. Uh so I think it's always hilarious when a social media platform has a gaffe, which has been great for Twitter lately. I think, Will, you were a recent victim of a, a Twitter glitch. Well, yeah, I think we, everybody was. No one could tweet during the Nintendo Direct, everyone said. Yeah. Quiet. Just, oh, just an awful time. Uh, I, I always uh, I always think it's hilarious when people are like, come in Twitter and like, is Instagram down? And it's It's so ridiculous, but... TikTok by far has had the most hilarious social media glitch gaffes in the past literally three months um, than, than I've ever experienced in any social platform. Uh, were, were either of you guys on TikTok or experienced the Family Guy pipeline incident or the December 22nd incident? Two what, separate incidents. What are these? No. Okay. I hope the episode's just called There's No Ampersand. It's just the Family Guy pipeline incident. <laughs> Period. I'm so I'm so excited to get to that, but I, I need to cover the December 22nd incident first. Uh, <laughs> this one is so notorious. We got to talk about parallel universes. <laughs> <laughs> what is the half about Arizona? <laughs> uh, so the December 22nd incident is so infamous that they just named it after the date that it took place on. <laughs> Some speculate that it was a glitch in the auto mod. Pearl Harbor didn't even get that. <laughs> no, it didn't. It didn't. I can't even tell the you the December seventh in- incident. <laughs> <laughs> the nine eleven incident. Um, yeah, that's that's the thing. <laughs> that's what we call it. Yeah. I thought we called it something else now, like Remembrance Day or something. Anyways, <laughs> we're getting we're getting off topic here. Um, the December twenty second incident was either a malfunction of the auto modding with specifically TikTok slideshows, or it was December 22nd and the mod team was, you know, a, a lot of them was out for, for the holiday break. But what happened was people figured out that after the first slide, you could just post whatever the fuck you want and no one's going to take it down. Oh my God. So TikTok was littered with uh, the first, you know, slide being great. And then every single subsequent slide being the worst thing you've ever seen. Um, either just disgusting or uh, super graphic or super sexual. Uh, but they're calling it the December 22nd incident. Um, I suppose that you guys didn't. <laughs> I think I've heard references to this where people like, I remember like people talk about like the slideshow under this audio is crazy. Yeah. But like, I didn't click on it cause I didn't want to see that. And two, no, I never, I never really came upon them. Mm. Yeah. Well this, that one's good. That one's good. You, you always love a good NSFW event, but <laughs> it pales in comparison to. You do love an NSFW event. <laughs> Yeah, uh, if you're at work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, which is, I mean, I don't go into an office nowadays, but uh, that's generally where I spend the bulk of my TikTok time. Um, 
So, first of all, before we get into the the Family Guy pipeline incident, it we all kind of like song made from like a pop punk band in 2010. I would listen to the hell out of that. Um, modern day wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Yeah, <laughs> Family Guy pipeline incident. Uh, so first of all, on from- <laughs> well, you've sung one song. You can't sing another. Yep, yeah, you've used your token. Uh- <laughs> TikTok algorithm, crazy. Uh, I think any the person who designed it should be in the Hague next to the person who who developed the auto-scroll. Because, goddamn, TikTok, I mean, between your likes, your dislikes, uh, how long you spend watching a video, if you scroll back and watch a video, your follows, they have crafted it to where it, it, it develops you almost a picture-perfect um, for you page every single time. Uh, which makes when it breaks even more hilarious. And it actually, when this happened, because I was a victim of the Family Guy pipeline incident, (laughs) I went absolutely crazy. So this happened in November of last year. Mm. Uh, The recommendations portion of the algorithm malfunctioned and just started adding Family Guy clips, just full front-to-end Family Guy clips to everybody's timeline. But it wasn't just Family Guy clips. It was Family Guy clips coupled with videos of a man who would put, like, carrots cigarettes, other cylindrical objects inside of an empty pipe and paste over it with glue. And there were thousands of these, thousands of these. And the algorithm was broken. So you couldn't, I, so the first one came, the first one came across my, wait, the first one came across my timeline and I was like, oh, family guy, I'm a man of culture. Let me like, (laughs) then half of my timeline from then on for a week and a half was family guy clip on top of a video of someone putting something in a pipe and plastering over it. And I wasn't the only one. It was so many people just kept exponentially getting added to this algorithm. And then they started posting videos. Like why am I seeing all these family guy videos, which only in turn fueled it to the point where there was just a like TikTok designated a, a subset of videos called family guy pipeline incident. And that's what named it. TikTok's AI named it, and it's hilarious because <laughs> it's it's uh, it's poly it's uh, polysemous, the the phrase Family Guy pipeline incident because it both references people being added to the pipeline to see this video <laughs> as well as a literal pipeline getting painted over every single video, yeah, which the makes pipeline it even of more just exactly. It's just Chef's kiss that that this whole thing kind of came together under that. Um, Sounds like a but, dream uh, you had, Tyler, but it's true. It's real. It's true. It's real. I promise. And it's hilarious. And I, funnily enough, a uh, friend of the show, Bran, same thing happened uh, to them because we were messaging at one point in time, like, dude, dude, are all you're seeing Family Guy videos? And we're like, yeah. So may- maybe you guys just didn't fall into this pipeline. But The Family Guy pipeline incident is real. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, during that time, I think I, I, I've determined between myself and my coworkers, the sort of corners of TikTok, like they're on like, oh man, these meme like catchphrases and sayings, this is where everyone's getting them. I found myself on what I call undertime slopper TikTok, where I'm sure Undertime Slopper. Yeah, I love I'm, Undertime Slopper of just yeah. these surreal dreamlike short videos of uh just like the strangest shit you can imagine. That's where I Uncle am. Uncle and a nephew living in the woods. Yeah. Uh I love Underline Slopper. You yeah, never heard under, of Underlime Slopper? No. Under Time Slopper. Yeah, he's yeah. great. <laughs> uh, it's uh, truly surreal shit, and I I haven't broken free from it, but it's great. <laughs> it, it brings me happiness. Meanwhile, I'm over here on Impractical Jokers TikTok out of the town of my life with my oh, buddy man. Sal and Murr. God, I wish. 
I similar to the Family Guy pipeline incident, I have gotten no less than eighty clips of Carter Pewterschmidt singing um, "Virtual Insanity." <laughs> have you guys not been getting these? Is it no. just me? I can't sing it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You can't sing it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, damn. Oh wait, yes, Carter the. American, no, Family Guy character. He's Family Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was no, that? Come I on. Have, sorry. I have seen that, though. It's great. Okay, good. I'm glad to know that I'm not crazy. Because I thought I was going crazy. Because every single... It got to a point where I heard Peter Griffin's voice. I disliked the video. Because the algorithm respects that. And it, <laughs> it usually doesn't show you stuff like that after you, you reject it. But here we are, talking about it on Radish a few months later. Yep. And with our phones listening to us nearby. Burned into cannon. <laughs> yep. So that's it. That's my show and tell. Um, Incredible stuff. <laughs> Real questions. Thanks for digging that up, Tyler. I learned a whole lot, and I'm terrified of what more may come. <laughs> may, the, may the next incident be equally funny. Yeah. yeah. Truly, truly. Um. So let's wrap things up here. Uh oh. Sean's getting married this year. Yay, Sean. Uh, And we're coming up on a Valentine's episode. So we're celebrating love by planning Sean's wedding for him. Uh, Because I know that wedding planning, I'm sure, I'm sure it's been a little stressful. And I'm sure it's really fun in some parts. I'm sure it's really stressful in some other parts. So we we brought some ideas, Sean. Uh, But also, I wanted you to give you a space to be able to pitch some ideas out of earshot of your fiance. Or at least, actually, I see your fiance in the Yeah, no, producer Payne. uh, He's watching. (laughs) But, He'll be um, here to approve or disapprove. Okay. Well, it's a safe space, so you can you can yeah. Yeah, yeah, anything that you want to bring to your to your own wedding, oh, your yeah. wedding too. So, um, I don't know. What do we got? What do we got? Sean, this was an idea I actually had, and I had to be <laughs> talked out of because I was told this would ruin your wedding, even though uh-huh. it would be the best thing I ever do. Um, I was looking at lookalikes I could hire, <laughs> um, and I found. I won't. I won't post his name, or because I don't want people listening to the episode and finding his page. But he's an Abe Lincoln lookalike who is <laughs> haunting. I'm gonna post the picture in our chat. I'll post <laughs> it on Twitter too. But this is him. <laughs> he looks just like him. It's dead on. He looks exactly like Abraham Lincoln, and he's local. <laughs> Um, so my idea was to wait until the wedding started when everyone's seated, <laughs> the ceremony, it's the ceremony itself and have Abraham Lincoln show up in the back where no one's looking and just stare at Sean, <laughs> stare at Sean for the entire ceremony and then leave before everyone turns around. <laughs> and then all of us. Pretend like we have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. And I, I, I pitched this to a friend of the show, Evan, and Evan was like, what we got to do is we got to get a picture with Sean and all of us. And then we got to take that same picture with Abraham Lincoln in Sean's place. And none of us mentioned Abraham Lincoln, but we swap it in the photo album. <laughs> so Beautiful. weeks later, after thinking you had a hallucination, <laughs> you open the photo <laughs> album and in your place is this haunting Abe Lincoln lookalike. Amazing. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine just the way I would feel if just like shortly after Peyton walks down the aisle, I look at the distance and I see an Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Standing there like Daniel Day-Lewis' mom in Phantom Thread. Just <laughs> yeah. 
distant and cold. That's the thing is we're going to post this picture up on, on our uh, socials, but the way of this man is standing <laughs> looks so ominous that you wouldn't even think, oh, that's Abraham Lincoln. You think that's the ghost of Abraham Lincoln. He's so stoked. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Beautiful. Christ. Okay. Not turning it down. I'll uh, I'll leave that open to you, Will. I was told I couldn't well, mess with the ceremony. So I, uh, <laughs> and it's not fun if it's at the reception, because someone's going to see him. It has to be only yeah. you can see him. It has to be only me. It I would get me understand. to stop crying, I'm sure. I think This would have cost me less than $100 to set up. Like no. This was the, the perfect <laughs> really? rate. Yes. He does half hour rates? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. He charges by the mile away he is from the event, and he's pretty close. Nice. Sean and Peyton are troopers. I think they would stick through it. Like, think it's hilarious, and we'd have a nice talk about it afterwards. The person officiating, and I don't know if you're getting a like a clergyman or oh, something no, no. like that, but we're we're getting someone who also would think it was very cool if we warned him ahead of time. Oh, let's well, think we would. Been funnier, if, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'd be funnier if, if uh, like a priest or some sort of holy man freaked the fuck out. <laughs> Uh, I got a f- I got a few ideas for you, oh, Sean, man. Um, that have just popped in my head. Top Honestly, Lincoln since and the Bardo. I don't think I could top that. Um, but I think I think you and Peyton might be more open to some of these. Number one, chimp ring bearer. <laughs> but then I started thinking a little bit more about it, and I figured the per ape cost would go down the more apes you <laughs> rented. So why stop at the ring bearer? Uh, why not? <gasps> you know, have some ushers be chimps. Why not have a <laughs> chimp band? But Maybe an orangutan playing the upright bass. Uh, you know, just different things. A bartender. A bartender would be great, at the very least. Just throwing that out there. Uh, speaking of the band, the winning band has to play Cuban Pete from the mask. Preferably preferably after the first dance, because I'm going to have something prepared, and I want everybody kind of already positioned around the dance floor. So I'll let you have your moment, then I'll have mine, if that's cool with you. That's fine. Uh, also, during a ceremony, I think um, when people are walking in, I think you should have like a Finnish woman's quartet that's singing like uh, pop songs, like easy listening pop songs in their language because it's very upscale, upper class Finnish. Yeah. Have you ever heard Finnish a Finnish quartet? I sure haven't. Uh, get on it because actually you, you might need to get started. It might be too late uh, at this point. <laughs> you might be stuck with like Polish singers or something. Uh, the Finnish might already be all rented out. <laughs> lastly, lastly, and I know you've already picked out a, a place to have your wedding, but I think you should reconsider and maybe hold it in a lorikeet enclosure because <laughs> during the boring parts, we can all feed lorikeets with with uh, sesame seed sticks. What are lorikeets? <laughs> I think it would be really nice. <laughs> You never been to a lorikeet enclosure? No, at, like, at the Atlanta Zoo. Lorikeet. They're like little parrots. Lorikeet. They're like little parrots. You like go parakeet, like a... but Laura. Lori. L O R I K E E T. Lorikeet. <laughs> it's a thing. They have it at like zoos. You go in. It's like a bird area. They can buy little sesame sticks and they'll fly and land on your shoulder and you can feed them. They're cute. That is sweet. <laughs> <laughs> the wedding ceremony can get boring, but if lorikeets were involved. Um, I think it'd be great. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> here's a legitimate uh, idea. I know somebody in Atlanta did this. I heard about it this weekend. And I was like, if Sean doesn't do this, I will do it. And I, we might have to put a Patreon or something up to, to fund this. But um, the Atlanta Center for Puppetry Arts has a oh, Jim God. Henson display. <laughs> yeah. And... I don't, I don't, I couldn't find anything about it, but I heard I was doing like this voiceover workshop and the guy who was running it, uh, pulls about it. 
um, somebody got married and they, they hired the center for puppetry arts to recreate a Statler and Waldorf puppet. Um, and to heckle their wedding. And they were like Aww. performers. Uh, the, the couple getting married were like theater people. And so they had like a full back and forth from the, from the balcony with like, they hired puppeteers uh-huh. to be Statler and Waldorf and do improv. And if you don't do that, <laughs> like I'll, I'll, I'll make the puppet. <laughs> Listen, that's why you guys are there. <laughs> can you let us sit in the balcony and heckle? <laughs> yeah, there's not a balcony, but we can have a, a spot for you. And if we're we both into like the a, seats. <laughs> <laughs> if we get a, 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 is there any reason why these two should not be married? Speak now or forever hold your peace. If y'all want to just like the throw obvious. out, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to go. All right, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, God, let me. Uh, the the monkey idea is a pretty solid idea. Tyler, the only the only way I'd accept it is that if you were also co usher with the orangutan and walk down the aisle, <laughs> of course, hand we in would hand. wear bellhop suits. <laughs> be great. We'd have the little hats. <laughs> oh god! We would take people's coats. I would take the coat and hand it to the chimp. The chimp would put it on. It'd be hilarious. It's cute for three coats until Tyler gets his arm pulled off. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing is that we're having our wedding in like a kind of open farm so like if that chimp gets away there's no telling what's going to happen in north there's georgia enough animals for it to eat until we can catch it that's the thing <laughs> yeah um god uh i'm trying to think of the ideas though i i've had i remember back in uh shortly after high school i was like i want an up themed wedding but then i turned 22 <laughs> I stopped thinking that. Um, I remember what what is up themed like, like in the like, house, like, like with balloons. Like or? yeah, there's Peyton balloons everywhere. The- <laughs> <laughs> Paint immediately goes. No, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like the groom stuff is square, the bride stuff is uh, circular. It's it's cute. It's trendy. I think it was done way. It was overdone a decade ago. So that's not happening. Yo, dog, I heard you wanted an up-themed wedding, so we killed your wife. <laughs> you made a tragic end. Um, <laughs> I think we we had an idea briefly of like where our dance floor would also have ropes and a turnbuckle in case uh, you know guests wanted to get rowdy and we have like a whole wrestling entrance kind of thing. That's fun. Damn. That's that fun. is fun. Um, ball pit? I don't, I don't, ball pit? Didn't work out for DashCon, so I don't think we're going to work on it. Incredibly know. cheap, though. A very, very cheap investment. That is true. I think um, if we had the DashCon ball pit, it'd go a long way, though. <laughs> just if you had no. it in the corner. Yeah, if we just had that off somewhere. Um, it was an Easter egg. Get blown away. Yeah. Um, Where's, uh, Where are you guys? Well, don't don't say the specific place, but are you guys having your reception like all, at the same venue? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's on it the one ground. of those where you get yeah. married in the field and then you walk up to a barn sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. In, in a way, cool. the uh, the the venue itself is like this kind of covered outdoor space with like these church pews and this like this really nice like archway that looks out into like the woods of North Georgia. It's it's very pretty, and then it's North like Georgia. like you know uh, thirty yards, twenty yards at that uh, away from the reception area. Um, it's real small, real like insular. Easy to move around. It's a great space. Um, uh, so that might change. Some it's so many monkeys in that space. You can get a lot of monkeys in that you space. You can fit a criminal <laughs> amount of monkeys in here. <laughs> we are we are meeting with our coordinator in a week. So I, I might just see, like, have you ever worked with chimps? 
um, Chimps, Abraham Lincoln impersonators, Abraham Lincoln impersonators. Like they ever show up here? Um, is this place haunted? Should I ask. Um, trying to think of any other ideas. Nothing really. So it's going to be the most, it's not going to be a boring wedding. We have actual legitimate ideas that are, I think are going to be very sweet, but, hmm. but not funny. Yeah. Not quite funny. I wish try, I, I'm thinking back to like discovery zone. I wish there were like a men in black laser tag activity to do. As I often do. I think back to D- discovery zone. Yeah. One must consider discovery zone. <laughs> <laughs> what is a wedding? If not a discovery zone. I hope I hope you are discovered before it. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> oh boy, those are great ideas, though. We're writing them down. I know producer Peyton; she's listening in, and we'll discuss and we'll get back to you for sure. Um, but I think you uh, promise. <laughs> <laughs> Should we meet back in a week? <laughs> we'll circle back to it offline. <laughs> you know, we're we're real ahead on all of our wedding planning, so we're we'll get back to y'all soon for sure. We're uh, what? Seven months out from this thing, nearly. So we've got some time. Yeah, really you won't solidify be able to get the finished singers. So scratch that one, <laughs> Tyler. I need an example of what you mean, like a finished pop song. Like, send me a recording. No, it's not a it's not <laughs> no. finished pop songs. <laughs> it's it's pop songs sung in Finnish. Okay, like somebody I used to know, but sung in Finnish. That's not a wedding song. <laughs> yeah, that, that is. Yeah, but in Finnish, you wouldn't know. Finnish, you, you'd Everything still know. Sounds you great. Just, you would recognize the tune. <laughs> Could they do Buddy Holly? No. <laughs> oh, you know they have to. Ew, ew, ew. Sorry. <laughs> Just offended all of our Finnish listeners. I've got Finnish, Polish, and Greek. <laughs> I've offended The Baltics better watch out. That was tasteful. No, that was tasteful. Oh, are they not? Oh, man. Hold on. I'll go on. I'm still trying to figure it out. We're wrapping up the show here. Yeah. So yeah, you, speaking you of fig- finish. figure this out here. Um, all right, everybody. Speaking of finish, listening. Speaking of finish. Hey. Um, speaking of finish, uh, we have I think a we little bit more finish, of a show to go. Speaking of finish, um, the finish on my walls started coming off recently. Um, that was terrible. I'm sorry. Let's just end this thing. Oh, Tyler's question. I, I do have a Tyler's question for you. Uh, <laughs> If you okay, so we have the aliens invading, right? We're not really sure that it's aliens yet, but when it becomes apparent, when we have our signs moment, when a video of an alien at a at a birthday party shows him walking across the street and looking directly into the camera, and it's real, what is the first thing you guys are going to do? I just eat lunch. Really know if the, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. That's the thing. Continue on with your day. I don't know what I can do from here. Yeah, I might have, you know, the Joaquin Phoenix, like, whoa, reaction, and go and buy a baseball bat. But uh, apart from that, I don't know if it'll affect my daily life that much. I got too much stuff going on to worry about that. That's someone else's problem. That's none of my business. Yeah. There are people involved. He's just hanging out. Am I going to do? Go go hurt him? Yeah. (laughs) Right. No. Yeah. He's got enough problems. Me and my friends are not beating in uh, E.T.'s brains with a baseball bat. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> not with a hammer. I, I do want to. I do want to know what Reese's Pieces does in this event, but we'll we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> very true. Well, that's our show. All right. Um, I, I wasn't. Ex- I wasn't expecting that. Just be very just amenable. Just no, yeah, you know. Yeah. it's okay. Straight there are the, the platforms, uh, man. Like how how great, how glorious. Like wow, we really aren't alone. Well, what I wonder what that means. We, we talked about this the other day. What if it was a War of the Worlds situation, on the other hand, where it was like 
clear from the beginning. These people aren't here for good times. Oh, I'm stealing a car. Okay. I'm putting on uh, Asia by Steely Dan, and I'm making them reconsider the good times thing, because, buddy, we have them. (laughs) (laughs) Will's doubling down. Love to hear it. Uh, You can find the the podcasts online. Reeling them in. Listening to the Dan. You can find the podcast online at Radish Pod or YouTube.com slash at Radish Pod. Um, you can find me online at Tyler from Radish. You can find me at Will from Radish. Uh, you can find me at Sean from Radish and Nita Naile Homieille Kulu Hylkävätyttöni. What did you just say? What's with these homies dissing my girl? Oh, goodbye. That's great. Bye. Is it lit or not lit?